Cameron Silsby, and I head up all of the Van City communities. In the wake of George Floyd's on-camera murder at the hands of a white police officer, there has been shock and anger and outrage. But as it seems is all too often the case in the current American society, competing and divisive voices have worked to sow seeds of confusion and despair, inaction and defensiveness. It seems there's more concern for political posturing than the actual racism taking place. And on the other hand, with so much outrage and passion against the problem of racism, with seemingly no quick fix solution, are we left to just change our social media accounts and retweet people to do our part? In speaking about how white Christians can respond to racism, black pastor John Richards Jr. advises, quote, it's a marathon, not a sprint, end quote. What happens when the news cycle inevitably turns away from George Floyd and the protests? What happens when the ugly face of systemic racism and oppression falls back into the shadows and isn't as clear as a black man begging for his life as he's slowly choked to death at the hands of a police officer? This week, we'll be taking time in the Daily Office podcast to approach the problem of racism as a marathon, to open the scriptures, sit and meditate, to lament and reflect, to listen to the voices of our black brothers and sisters in Christ, to learn and grow and to be more like our rabbi Jesus who actively worked against racism in his context. Today we'll be reading Psalm 8. Grab your Bible and turn with me to Psalm 8. Yahweh, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, what is mankind that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them? You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet, all flocks and herds and the animals of the wild, the birds in the sky and the fish in the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. Yahweh, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. This psalm is about praise. It begins and ends with the same refrain. Yahweh, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Sandwiched between this refrain are the reasons Yahweh is praiseworthy and majestic. He is the creator God that is responsible for the vastness and wonder of the cosmos. And yet the psalmist goes out of his way to praise Yahweh for the way he cares about humans seemingly so small and insignificant in the vastness of creation. Part of that care and concern for humans comes in verse 5. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. What does this crowning imply? First, that humans have been given a royal position. They are royalty. Verse 6 talks about God setting humans over creation as rulers or vice regents of his good creation. 
But what are we crowned with? The words glory and honor carry with them ideas of value, worthiness, importance, dignity, influence, and goodness. These are the qualities that are inherent to humanity. And most scholars understand this as a teasing out of the idea that humanity has been made in the image of God. And God is praiseworthy. His name or reputation is majestic because of how he has created humans. Racism is an egregious affront to the way God made humans and denies the praiseworthiness of God. Yahweh's name is majestic in large part because he has crowned all of humanity with glory and honor. Racism has been and still is devaluing, scorning, and treating with hatred and contempt the very image bearers of God, those worthy of dignity, respect, value, and importance. Today I want you to take time meditating on Psalm 8. Pray and invite God's Spirit to speak over you, and then read through the text slowly. With George Floyd's murder in mind, Allow the potential dissonance of racism and violence interact with the psalm of praise for the majesty of Yahweh. As I've meditated on this text over the last handful of days, it's led me to lament and grieve the egregiousness of racism against God's image bearers and against God himself. Perhaps for you, it will lead to hard questions of yourself or God. Or perhaps it will solidify your resolve to act and live in such a way that promotes the dignity, value, and importance of all image bearers of Yahweh. However this strikes you, don't rush this time, but allow God's Spirit to speak. Father, end the injustice of racism for the sake of your image bearers and the majesty of your name. Amen. Mm -hmm.